morning, Giovanni Meledandri. I thank you very much, the Europarliamentaris, and particularly Francesca Donato, for having invited me to this occasion, and I'm honored to be among you all. We have a few minutes, and my purpose is to provide, if I can, some clarification, alleviate some doubts, and possibly even focus on some risks, some more risks. Please listen to me, because I, I want to be short and sweet. And then, if you like, you can read later, I do at your convenience, the slides. The things I am going to tell you are probably well known to colleagues. May I do tomorrow? Yes. Okay. So, just the second one, please. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. I wanted to recall them all because the audience is very large and the dissemination of information in recent years has been not always been equitable and excellent. Confusion, unfortunately, has produced suffering and damage. Julius Caesar said in Shakespeare's tragedy of his name, the man fears most what he does not know. We will try to clarify what and why we do know. In slide two, I wanted to summarize the discussion. Um, we will discuss SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19. We will address aspects involving morphology, origin, pathogenesis, immunology, prophylaxis, and the current situation. And the first set of slides, just next one. Please, we are going to show the slides from 3 to 10 quite quickly. In slide 2, I wanted to summarize the discussion. In the first set of slides, I said, uh, we shall see the morphology and the characteristics genomic of SARS-CoV-2. These slides serve to remove any possible doubt about the technology of the virus. The virus is well known, and Huey has classified it. We know exactly what it looks like, how big it is, 10 nanometers, 22 kilobases, if you prefer. It is an NRA positive strand. How its genome works? And we assigned it to the subgenus Sabercovirus because of its particular feature. Next one, please. Gone. 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 You are going to see the phylogenesis and the morphology of the virus on. This is the genetic description of the virus on. And this is, is collocation in the taxonomy. As I said, the SARS-CoV-2 virus has a unique characteristics, and this is the reason why we assign it to the Saberco virus. He bind to the AC2 receptor. I, I think that you are fed up with this. You have here. I think too much about the AC2 receptor. 
but I'm afraid that it's not enough. Let us recall some aspect concerning, I would like just to go a bit back, move back please, to I think the third one, back, 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 okay, that's right. Um, this slide deals with the aircon zero or we what is the coincidence is is a measure of how infective is a disease and officially it has been calculated to be between two and four i can add that it the second two has a very specific coefficient and it is three and it is an horizontal one and probably epidemiology will know what i mean an horizontal coefficient differs from a spherical one a horizontal coefficient means that if i become infected i can communicate the disease to one and this one can communicate my disease to one more horizontally that's all look in your memory if probably i think unfortunately everybody know uh, the problem if you just get your memory probably you'll find that in your relatives in your family in your experience when one gets the virus he can communicate it to one and this one to one more then it stops and this is the reason why in some family one became ill one more and then no more. Uh, let's move on from the sequence of disease sorry I've been operated on my eyes, there are some problems. Can we go on, please? On? On? Can you move faster? One? One? Again? 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 Okay. From the sequence, we can derive the capability of the viruses and we can trace its origin. This is another big problem. The slide 1115 um, deals with the phylogenesis. And I want to uh, clarify that, as said, as Professor Martin said uh, yesterday, also Professor Anderson, the coronavirus family is a very old one. and. Of course, it, it has been well, well studied. And it is so old that we can date it to 25, 50 million years. And this has some consequences. First, a progressive reduction in the pathogenicity. Second, a high genetic sharing. In very simple words, it means that coronaviruses evolving have produced legal, serious, and generally less and less lethal diseases in animals and eventually, finally, in humans. And that the DNA of animals is the reservoir in which we can find 
the relics of this ancient cohabitation. I remind you that no less, and Professor Anderson said this one, this yesterday, I, I particularly appreciated it, not less than 8% of DNA in eukaryotes is derived from the horizontal spread of foreign genetic material, mainly carried by virus. We evolve thanks to virus. Our DNA contains information, genetical information, driven through the biosphere by virus, and sometimes get, they get it from mushrooms. And in this big system, the genetic evolves. Nature makes use of this tool for evolutionary purposes, and among its benefits, we feel we find viral interference. Does anybody know that flu, dengue fever, measles, German measles, simply disappeared this year? Do you think that it was thanks to masks? No. It simply was thanks to interference. Interference is the ability to be little to no susceptible to certain infection. And this is one of the virtues of the natural complex human immunity. Slide 1114, can we go there? Please help me. This year, do you think that it was thanks to masks? No, it simply was thanks to interference. Interference is the ability to be little to no susceptible to certain infection, and this is one of the virtues of the natural complex human. Yeah, immunity. Slide 11, 14, can we go there? Please help me. Just show 11, 12, 13, and 14. It is devoted to the origin. Yes, that, stay just one moment there. And this is the conclusion of a long process, a long discussion, and I think that Professor Marshall uh, explored it deeply. There is no evidence which animals were where the virus came from. This is George Gale last month, and that's all. No animal. And I, I just want to suggest you a, a, just a little, a little provocation. If the pangolin and the bats wanted to mix and share the coronavirus, they, they have enough to share. They had 25 million years to do, and they did not. When they were face to face in the Central Europe, uh, the, the Koch Institute deals with this matter, and Professor Claudia Cole studies, I, I, in, a, in, a, in a study I published, I, I cited it, um, this problem. 
and why now uh, the pangolin and the bat should have made their marriage uh, in Wuhan. Um, it looks very strange, and of course, it's completely refused analyzing the sequence. In slides 1619, I summarize, we can move on, um, the pathogenicity. Uh, this is another, another interesting point because it all opens by recalling that the SARS-CoV-2 does not differ, we said, from any other virus and is the result of the genetics of the virus and the, and the reaction of the host to make the, the pathogenesis. Whatever symptoms and cause we want to deal with, it is not permissible within reason to be surprised, surprised by this because any triplets of genes give us information about cause, etc. I have to move faster. Um, we think when and we, we shall we can read it in, in the slides when the virus came into the cell and he have a many many ways to to get inside i i just resumed four of them uh, at the end of the replication it puts a black spot uh, in the uh, cell. It's the uh, ubiquity nation. When he puts the black spots, the shells has to commit suicide. The cell must die to let the viruses out. If you go fast and deal with the immunization, I want to stress that the definition of immunization uh, is, is well, well shown, just move fast, till 34, please. I go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. It is the, the coherence. Okay, uh, go on. Stop. The we, we know what is immunization, and I, I try to uh, summarize what, what is immunity. It is not just a title of antibodies. When we deal with efficacy of a treatment, a, a immunological one, and use the measure of antibodies, we are joking. We can have antibodies, but we don't know if they are protective, and we don't know we are against what uh, it's a measure, it's useful, but it's not enough. And uh, one more, we, we so far talked about viruses. If we just move to nanoliposomes, uh, nanoliposomes do not deliver some things, the material genetic to the cell. The genetic material they contain penetrates the cell profiting the natural feature of the membrane and the mechanism by which the fusion and entry into the interior of every cell take place is not a delivery. 
The genetic material is then subjected to, comple to complex processes, but this is subject to errors, and errors are enlarged by the decoherence. I did not explain the decoherence, I had no time to, but I suggest strongly you to have read the slides about the decoherence. And finally, uh, when a virus go out, goes out, or when and then any genetic material have to go out, this happens exclusively by membrane rupture. The membrane must exploit. The cell must die. If the cell don't die, it does not occur. Then when the cell dies, the subendothelial tissue and all the tissues are involved in an inflammatory disease. In conclusion, we have a, phenom a phenomenology that is much more complex than the one we use in traditional vaccines when we are using MRN vaccines. And if we want to talk about this treatment, I strongly suggest not to use sense meaning neologisms. Epicure, Lucretius made it because they, they had no way to translate the Greek into Latin, but we have an excellent um, scientific terminology and I think that we should be very strict in assigning Dithinism. I never call in a treatment a vaccine. Finally, more please. This is a, just, just one moment, because it's just to have an idea of the immunology and how complex it is in, in uh, COVID-19. This is a 15 uh, years old girl. Um, he had the virus only in the bowel. So they spent a lot of time to make a, a correct diagnosis. I had, I had to call the hospital. It was, I, I, I don't want to identify them, telling them, look, it, it is COVID, but it's negative. It is COVID, make a rectal swab, and the girls at the MISC. And people from the USA will know what is NISC. This is the most serious case we had in Italy. Um, as I said, just move on at the last, at, at the end. Go on, go on, go on, go on. This is the definition. The, the 15 points on, please, and yes, failures, just one moment. The epidemiology uh, gives us a clear scenario and the tool to analyze, to analyze and master what happens. We have just to fix, to set the independent and the dependent variables. If the independent, the independent is the cause, is pizza or is the climatic change, well, just measure it. And if the dependent variable are the adverse effect, and in the slides you read that I did not call them adverse, I just called them effects. Well, we shall measure by a simple regression, uh, re logistic regression, who is 
the guilty, who is the bad fellow, the climate, the pizza, or whatever it is. I want to conclude um, just from on, please. And just Okay, let's go back to work. Um, good morning, everyone. I'm Dr. Louis Fouché, and I'm intensivist in Marseille. Um, I should speak in French normally, but I think maybe our French translator has COVID, so I'm going to try in English, and you may forgive my accent and my poor English if, uh, if I mess up. Um, so I work in Marseille, and I'm uh, speaking for myself, and also uh, um, I'm contributing to uh, the Independent Scientific Council, uh, and... Uh, I uh, work on this uh, presentation with the independent scientists of Reinfocovid, which is a group that we created, which is um, uh, free from any conflict of interest. And that's the case for myself. I have 57 euros notified on Transparence Santé, which is uh, the transparency database uh, registering the, the conflict of interest in France with uh, drug industry, vaccine industry. I don't have any struck option in any numeric uh, firm or um, assurantial or prudential uh, company. And uh, I speak under the law of the 4th of March in France, which uh, must, uh, which um, pushes a, uh, has to give a clear, loyal and uh, information grounded in uh, clean science and on clinical experience and also common sense. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sued in France for what I'm going to tell you. So uh, I just recall that law. Uh, it's important. It's also in the deontology code, medical code. So I'm going to deal with masks and lockdown again. Uh, you already told a little bit about that, but trying to uh, keep a cool temper over those uh, political decisions and what we call non-pharmaceutical intervention that have been done. It's my job to keep uh, calm when everything is going wrong, and so uh, we're going to try to do that. Uh, slide, please. And uh, we're going to try and, and weigh the benefit and the risk because any sanitary or medical decision should weigh the risk and the benefit and, they, they, and then take a decision under the uncertainty. And you're always under uncertainty, but you have to make a decision uh, bearing the consequences. And that's what we call consequential ethical. Uh, one of uh, the points to keep a clear mind is to have an historical context which is clear and to also avoid being blurred uh, and disorientated in space and time. So I just recall a few uh, uh, historical landmark and plots. Uh, in 2020 in France, uh, we identified in January this uh, novel coronavirus and then between March and May, uh, we had the first lockdown for 55 days and it was compulsory for us to fill in an auto-attestation to have the right to go out. You know, we were self uh, giving uh, ourselves an attestation to have the right to go out. Um, and uh, the masks uh, got mandated in public transportation in May 2020. And then in July 2020, the mask was mandated in enclosed spaces and public places uh, at the same time. And uh, during the time of the summer in August, the mask wearing was mandated in the streets of any city. Um, and then in September, the mask was mandated in the worst place and also in schools. And um, 
then in November for children uh, after five years old in a school.